Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday, so you know what that means. It's all new episode of the Rap Lab Podcast. It's everybody's favorite controversial candy man, the ALFRE to the D. To G or not to G is the question. Y'all know who it is. Y'all know what I do. Always keeping it true. It's the Q. And y'all know who I be. It's your boy, the one and only T.O. Y'all always know the question that I'm always going to remain forever. What's the dealio? And ladies and gentlemen, the dealio today is a continuation of last week. Last week, we did Cool Modi's 90s rep, uh, rapper report card. Now, we, now we're now we going to stay on the topic of the hate and ass Cool Modi, even though... <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Don't you, don't you think you're being a little apprehensive there, Candyman? I mean, listen, if we really want to talk about... We really want to talk about, you know, grades and who's good and who's not good... I mean, you know, all all we got to do is play Jack the Ripper and Cool Modi. I'm clarifying for you that he's not judging it from a fan perspective only. He's also judging it from a rapper perspective. Yeah, but, but, but there's but a who difference. Makes him, who, who makes him an expert? It's all opinionated. It has nothing to do with being an expert. There's a difference. He's not saying this is a fact. This is all going based off his opinion and his criteria. He has every right to do that, especially being one of the pioneers. Yeah, and I'm and I'm gonna discuss his report card with my opinion. You can, and I hate it. You you can you can you can discuss it all you like, but to jump out the project window like you always do. <laughs> let, oh let, no! Excuse you. No. You had to get him started. Let 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 Cool Mo D have his criteria. He has every right to do it, especially being somebody that helped architect and start this culture. Show some respect. Well, uh, we did the 90s report card last week. Now we're doing the 80s. Um, I have to ask, though, Mr. Mister QG, since you were the one who brought this to our attention, when was the 80s uh, report card discovered or written? According to the reports, he kind of did this whole thing around the same time. Like, he separated it. You know, he did the... 80s first and then he did the 90s so he kind of just kind of went double mode really like he just had two sheets and he said you know what i'm just going to rate these guys break it down and i believe correct me if i'm wrong we wanted to do something like that but not with the uh grades per se we wanted to do something with my career yeah yes you you are correct, sir. Right, right. So, I mean, he kind of had this thing done already, but it just lingered back on social media because back when he did it, obviously there was no social media. So he kind of did this in the same time, 1999. It just surfaced now. All right. So he made this in 1999. This is very interesting. All right. So we're going to get into it. Uh, we have the report card. We're going to do it similar to last week. We may not touch on every name, but we're going to touch on the big names. Um, so in this report card, uh, the name's graded. He has himself, obviously, which is biased. Uh, Melly Mel, Grandmaster Kaz, L Cool J, which we're going to touch on. Tila Rock, Rakim, KRS-One, Spoonie G, MC Shan, Dougie Fresh. Marky, who was labeled Bismarck. Curtis Blow, Just Ice, Run DMC, The Fat Boys, 
Houdini, the Beastie Boys, UTFO, Heavy D and the Boys, the Boogie Boys, Ultra Magnetic MCs, Public Enemy, Stetsasonic, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, and DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. So, out with um, the highest, obviously. Himself gave himself the highest grade. He was tied with Melly Mel at 95 for an A+. He gave himself 10 for vocabulary, 10 for articulation, 10 for creativity, 10 for originality, 9 for versatility, 10 for voice, 8 for stage presence, 10 to sticking for themes, and 10 for innovating rhythms, 95 overall grade for an A+. I get to this bullshit. QG, you want to start us off? Sure, I would love to start us off. Now, if it were me, and if I were doing this, I would have somebody from my peer group grade me. Like, just segue in, okay. Grade me on where I'm at. If I was Kumo D, I would have asked Melly Mel or Kaz or one of those guys from my peer group. Because I need to point out, Kumo D has been an active rapper from 1978. When we talk about the pillars of rap, there's him, Kaz, Mel, Spoonie G, and the other members of the Treacherous Three, you know, like uh, Special K and Sunshine and them. So they are the first wave. Obviously, the wave after them is the Canes, the LLs, the G-Raps, the Rakims. I even would have asked them to grade me if I was them from the second class, because these are the rappers that they looked up to. If you ask Kane and Rakim and those guys who were your influences, they will tell you it was the Boom ODs and the Cassis and the Melly Mel's. Now, when, when we break this down, vocabulary, I could go with the 10. I can go with that. Kumo D has a very good vocabulary. You know, he used a lot of uh he used a lot of words that weren't used around at the time. It wasn't simple. Articulation, his voice, yeah, his voice is very good. Creativity, I think he went a little too high on there. Yeah, I mean, Wild Wild West and Go See the Doctor, you know, he was he was good at telling stories. You know, he has I got to see you know, the doctor. records. Right, right. Um, originality, you can you can say that. I mean, if you look at him, look at the outfits that he wore. You know, it, it it was different. He had on the big shades. Don't say star shades, Candy Man. Uh, he had those hats. Uh, you know, he had he had he, he you know he brought his own style. Versatility. He could talk about pretty much everything. You know, he 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 can make different type of concept records. Uh, the voice is very powerful. Yes, the records. You know, obviously after a while, the game changed, and you know his relevancy wasn't there anymore with that second wave that was coming in, you know, in the eighties, the stage presence, he's a good performer. I, the, I want to check out old train performance of how you like me now, where he was dancing and he had the dancers stage themes. Yeah. He pretty much did that. Uh, innovative rhythms. Yeah. He's, he's the forefather of, 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 of a style that many people after him copied. So, uh, I mean, he gave himself an A plus. I would, I would, I would give him as and I, I would, I would give him, you know, a strong letter grade, either an A or a or or a. I'm not gonna say a B because I'm just going based off his technique and his skills. 
So I got him up there. He 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 deserves an A in my book. I think I think his grades are are, are very good. As biased as they may be, he's he's judging himself. But as a fan, and based on what I know, yeah, I could see he's in the A group, guys. Uh, to me, he definitely belongs in the A group. But uh, uh creativity, I may put that a nine, possibly. <laughs> Originality, I do agree with Ted. He 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 was a bit, he was different, and you know he's one of the like you said the earlier cats out in the hip hop industry. So at that time, he was rocking different outfits. It was like a concept, a theme to his uh, fashion as well. Uh, versatility, nah, yeah, that's true. He 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 has a high versatility voice. I mean, if you don't recognize a Mod voice, then I don't know what to tell you. I records and stage presence, like you touched on the QG, you know, the second class wave, you know, the, the relevancy was not there much anymore. And like, I, I guess the last time you had that relevancy was unfortunately the battle with LL Cool J and um, vocabulary. It could be a nine or a 10. That's debatable. He does have a strong vocabulary. And even around then, that's when, you know, again, when you go in the eighties, you know, rap was fun but simple. You know, as long as you knew how to put the words together or the lyrics together and like like what we're missing today, storytelling. So Kumo D had a lot of stories to tell. Uh stick of the themes. Yeah, he, he does stick to themes. That that <laughs> you don't play about that. Hmm. And innovative rhythms. Yeah, it's debatable between a 10 or a 9, but I wouldn't. Maybe I wouldn't put him an A plus, but he definitely deserves an A. Okay, so I'm guessing I'm guessing it's my turn to. Oh, uh, oh, uh, wait, hold on, hold on. We have this special bulletin. Alfred, the Candyman for the Rap Lab podcast, is about to go on a rant. Yes, fans, you have not seen this in a long time. Now back to your program. All right, so. Now, college, the man wrote this report card in 1999, right? So, in 99, and put them on a different report card in the 90s, guys, I have to take in everything to account from the 80s up until 1999, right? So, here we go. A thought. What, 91, 92? You want to talk about an A plus, right? Gave himself an A plus. Such as Wild West and Go See the Doctor and Hello and uh, How You Like Me Now and Do You Know What Time It Is and Money and Props. Giving this man his props outside of the 80s. I mean, LL Cool J his props sent that man with his Star Trek shades on to obscurity now who's laughing what's so funny you in the Star you're Trek funny. shades <laughs> you know you know you know why you're funny because because <laughs> because you're just judging it the battle with LL Cool J and you're not looking at the bigger picture that's the problem. Big, you see, I am looking at the bigger picture. No, 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 you're not. You're just you're just going off based off LL winning the battle as far as the mainstream and the commercial success of Mama Said Knock You Out. When you listen to the diss track, 
Kumo D. He's directly going at LL Cool J with his technique and style. Now, even though we're ushering into the 90s, the game has changed. Yes, LL has bigger records. But when you look at the battle itself, Kumo D was spitting. Kumo D was talking. Kumo D was going directly at L. L only mentioned Mo D's name on Mr. Smith, on that album, on the Ashacha song, Crush Hammer, Ice-T, and Mo D's Girl. Up to that point, he didn't even mention his name. So there's a but difference we he, here. But we, but we knew who he was talking about on Jack the Ripper. We knew who he was talking about on To the Break of Dawn. There's a difference as far as that when it comes to directly going at somebody. Yeah, now, when you judge... Right. When you judge Modi's diss tracks, Modi, Modi was battling. Now, funny enough, in the top 50 book, Modi puts himself as number five. And he says his biggest weakness was he was too invulnerable. He never showed his weakness. That's exactly what he, you know, he's, he felt that he didn't transition into a more personal, vulnerable space. And I could get that vibe from Modi. Modi was a very reserved guy. So... The only mistake he made was grading himself on the report card, I feel. But all that stuff about the Star Trek shades and nobody, man, come on. Well, and was never a 80s. He was never a top rapper. Like when you in the of, in the 80s. I don't know, man. He was uh, I don't know about that, Candyman. He was kind of making waves in the eighties. Granted, Bro. granted, granted, in the, granted that that second wave that came out started to take over, but prior to he was still a relevant MC. Yeah, even with the treacherous three. Now, when you say eighties rap, I don't think a cool Modi first, second, third, fourth, fifth, or twentieth. And that's you tell me and, 80s rap. My mind shifts to NWA, Run DMC, Public Enemy, the Beastie Boys, Eric. But that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. Because from 1980 that's when things were different because the class of 88 took over. Yep. But for yeah. but but for a seven year stretch, Modi was relevant. Eh, I mean, I, I I guess. But and, I feel like Modi What's up? I just feel like cool Modi is a hater. You can, you can, I mean, again, he's judging it from a pioneer hip hop perspective. Like I told you earlier, prior to when the show started, if you ask Kane, G Rap, Rock Him, LL, any of those guys from that class, KRS, they will tell you that Modi was an influence. Speaking of which, why, 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 why is Big Daddy Kane not on the report card? I have no idea why Kane is not on the report card. That is a very neither is Cool G Rap. That's a very excellent question. Wait, did he put that on the nineties? No, no, he didn't. Oh, he put only only put people that he knows. He only put them what? I said I feel that he knows he can be. 
I don't I don't I don't agree with that. But speaking of people who got beat, because you know Modi got beat, let's talk about the man that did the beating. All right. So he's on this report card. Got five points lower, which I disagree with. So LL Cool J, vocabulary, articulation, nine for creativity. This now when I saw this category, Lord. Cool J, a six for originality. A six? There's a reason why he did that. Six. There's a reason why he did. Yes, yes, yes. Now, six is very low. Six is very low. I don't agree with the six, but do you understand where LL got his look from and his style from? Before you tell the people, let me finish the grades and we'll, we'll spin back to that. Sure. Uh, ten for versatility, nine for voice. Eight for the records, I don't understand neither. No, he gave him nine. He gave him a nine. He gave him a nine. Ten for stage presence. Nine for sticking to themes. And eight for innovating rhythms. Overall grade of 90 for an A. But where did ladies love Cool James uh, get his look from, QG? Tila Rock. MC Shan. Those guys. From the hats to... From the hats to the outfits, and at the same time, the rhyme style, even Rev Run was an influence. And that was from the beginning at the time, but as he got older, and as he started to get into the records, that's when he started to develop. It's kind of like when Michael Jackson first came out. Everybody knows he got his influence from doing James Brown steps, but as he got older, he developed his own steps. Hmm. T.O., your, your opinion Well, first of all, before we get to T.O. you agree with a 90 or you think he should be higher? And especially because we know how you feel about LL Cool J I mean, judging from the card Vocabulary Absolutely, 10 Absolutely, to the point where Run DMC, Run DMC Those guys didn't even want to do a record with L Because they were going to get out rapped They said, the dictionary rap oh, We can't do a song with him <laughs> uh, that's what they said. <laughs> Yo, he even wrote them a song. That's how crazy. That's how crazy it was. The they six did, they, I they, don't they, like. Wait, they did end up working together at some point, no? Uh, not on a song. I mean, if you want to count the Dr Pepper commercial, you can, you can count that if you want. But we never got a record, right? I I didn't like that. I said, oh man, we should have been had that. Now and they're not too far from the eight. Oh, yeah, you got Hollis, you got Farmers Boulevard, you know, it was always respect. Innovating rhythms, an eight. I could I could kind of see that. But LL has massive influence on people and how they rhyme. I would have bumped that up to a nine if you asked me. That's I, I, six I, I didn't agree I, with. I, I was gonna talk to us about the six. Uh, originality. I get it based on Kumo D's perspective as far as LL when he first came out and his look. But then later on, he started to develop his own. And he said, and he has him ranked number seven in the top 50, by the way. Wow. <laughs> yeah, number seven. Number seven. He says LL's weakness is his battle. He, he has absolutely said some of the weakest rhymes in battle. Part of the yeah, reason for that is he's one of the most arrogant MCs ever, and he's much more comfortable talking about himself. He's too busy on himself to focus on anybody else. Do you guys agree with that as far as the weakness? 
But how he got weak battle rhymes and he beat you. That no, but 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 you're looking at it, you're looking at it wrong based on what we said. The only person that LL actually went at directly as far as direct attack was cannabis. That was different. But he served hammer and he served iced tea too. He didn't really mention their names. You gotta understand something. You you have to judge it from a direct a direct confrontation. Yeah, and this is and this is Modi judging it. This is from Modi's criteria. This is Modi who battled on stage. LL has never did that. So there's a difference. I'm not disagreeing with your standpoint as far as LL being the victor, but you have to look at it from a different way yeah, compared to battling that, somebody. Man. What? Guys, we battle on stage. Cool Modi battled Busy B Starsky on stage, and Busy B wasn't even no battle rapper, but come on. But that's not the only battle Modi had. That's not the battle Modi had. That's not the battle Modi had. Modi has plenty of other battles that were actually recorded on record. Just because Busy B was the most famous one, that wasn't the only battle. Do you know how fearful people were of battling Modi? When they went on, and Mac, you can help me with this. Do you remember when the Treacherous Three was on stage with uh, Run DMC? Run DMC, yep. Do you know prior to that, and Daryl and the rest of them was like, look, Modi, we know, you know, they're hyping this up. And that's exactly how they sold it. But Rev one of them was like, no, we're not battling you. We're, we are not battling. We're just here and, stay and, and, and say some raps. And that's exactly how they did it, because they were they were in fear of battling Modi. I mean, say what you want about the whole L Cool J victory, but Modi is no slouch, man. Modi is here for blood, too. LL won because he had the better records. Yep. Same as how you say Nelly defeated KRS-One. When it came to the battle, lyrically, KRS was the victor, but which records got played more? Mm-hmm. Not about that. If KRS-One would have never told people not to buy Nelly's record, then he would have won. But I'm judging off. I'm judging. I'm judging off the battle diss tracks. Yep. There's a difference. This is the quintessential blueprint for that type of battle. So how am I going to win? I can't out-rap you, but I'm going to make a record that is so big that, it's that the opposition ain't going to play yours. And 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 I understand where Modi is coming with that point of the weakness. And I mean, that's how LO, you know, tries to bait you to win. It's I smart. Mean, it's, it's a smart technique, smart strategy. I mean, LL is not a slouch either in battle rap. No, not at all. He just has and a LL, way of trying to... He just right. has his own strategy of trying to defeat you. Exactly. And But over A, absolutely. A or A+. Plus. I no would, question. I would have bumped originality. I understand where uh, Kumo D was coming from, but I might give him a 7 just to bump it up a little bit. Yeah. Voice, though? T- Hmm. Yeah, T.O., how, how you feel? Do you agree with this grade? Uh, I'm notched up to like a 91 or 92. But he deserves so to be an A. So, so you think that Cool Modi should is rightfully scored higher than LL Cool J? No, Modi should be a little bit lower, too. Uh, based on based on the resume, uh, uh, no, I agree. Based on the resume, LL should be high. And longevity, for sure. Because I'm damn sure he put it, keep him on deal 95. Like I say, he it's deserves like, to be an A. Especially between between the two of them, 
LL Cool J has, has more hits than Cool Modi too. There's a reason why Modi, Melly Mel, and Kaz all have A pluses because, like I told you, those guys are the pillars of rap. Do you know who's number one in the top fifty of Modi's book? Who, Melly Mel? Yes. Figures. And I this mean, book came out in 2003. There's a reason why he did that. I mean, Melly Mel, I mean, that is one of the biggest pioneers of hip-hop. <laughs> say what you want to say. That's Melly why he scored them so high. That's exactly why he did that. There wouldn't be a Grandma, uh, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five without Melly Mel, in my opinion. And it's all based off one rhyme. The message. I can't take the smell. <laughs> Oh man, the way he was talking on that record makes me laugh. It was, the, it, was it was just their tone, but a powerful record. So right, so 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 that's all I'm telling you, Candy man. He's judging it based off that. Now, no disrespect to Melly Mel, or no disrespect to Kumo D. I'll put him lower, but even I will keep Melly Mel in that specific or great. Wow. I feel like LL should be rated higher than uh, than uh, Kumo D. I don't give a damn who's a pioneer, who's a pillar of rap. But but you know the thing is about this, like L Cool J, I felt like he probably would have got a high grade if this was a '90s report card, because that's where he started to elevate. Do you it was, feel like, it was a bit of an evolution when it came to around the '90s, especially when Baba said Nike out came back. Oh, I'm sorry, came out. See, but he made that came out. Right. Four card in '99, so I'm taking into account everything up until then. If this was done well, in '99, I could see where you're going. I mean, Al is still in that '80s class. Yeah, that's why. That's why he put him there. I guess you're judging it from 1980 to the '89, like whatever happened that, then. Right. I I think that he made this list in '9, and this is just me purely speculating. But he made this list in 99, and he wanted to rank all these guys between the 80s and 90s, and he just broke it up into two categories. He did one for the 80s and one for the 90s. Just so happens yeah. that a guy like LL, I think he put LL, LL in the 80s group because his solo career started in the 80s. And he put Ice Cube in the 90s group because Ice Cube didn't have a solo career until 90. But that's just that's my speculation. Right. No, I agree with that. That sounds right. And what you mean you don't give a damn who's the pioneer? Yes, you do. <laughs> I, I don't give a damn who's a pioneer. If the man beat you, you should. <laughs> You're saying he beat him based off records. I need you to understand Modi's perspective. So There's wait, a difference. So, so, so MC Shan don't deserve to be a pioneer. MC Shan is on this report card. Oh, we'll we'll, we'll get to MC Shan. All right. Oh no, mm -hmm. no, no. You see, Please you not. see how this works. You see how does this, how this work? works. I mean, what did he say you to get out of the show? Your favorite controversial. <laughs> this man is always exactly. controversial. And it's biased controversial. Because if you don't <laughs> like him, if you don't like him, you're just going to go off. Especially when he said about Matt. You, you saw how you he notice, pissed off about Matt. Exactly. And you notice, you notice it has nothing to do with skill. I don't give a damn about a pioneer. Your 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 biasness and your petulance is clouding your judgment. <sighs> well, if we if we if we may continue. 
Let's continue. Let's continue the indig- <laughs> let's let's continue the indignation. Who's next? Uh-oh. Indignation. So yes, here was a here was a guy who got scored an A, but I think he should have been given an A plus. Guy, the teacher, knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everyone. Now this is now this was confusing. KRS one. He gave KRS one a seven for vocabulary. A seven. You know why? I mean, I, I mean, mean go, go ahead, go ahead. Look break at, it. If you look at one, he probably gave. I think what messed it up was I don't know what I didn't read the book yet, QG. So pardon me. I, but I um, got you. I can help you with that. But I don't know if KRS one had a seven because of the the you know his roots since he's Jamaican because you know he would throw that accent in there sometimes on the songs. So I don't know if that's where. Do with his vocabulary. I can I can I can help you with that. I can help you with oh, that. That's, oh wait, let's let's what, get through the grade. Let's get through the grade. Yeah. We... No, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. He gets a nine for articulation, creativity, and originality. He got a ten for versatility, a nine for voice, a nine for records, a nine for stage presence, a ten for sticking to themes, and nine for innovating rhythms. He got a ninety and an A. Now. Vocabulary by then he should have got at least a nine because I don't know how the hell KRS one gets a seven in anything, but I'm just trying to go what Kumo D saw in this because I think a seven I can is I can I, I, I can help you with that. Do you know right. what his strength? He says it's his potency, his delivery, his flow, his voice, and his cadence, and his messages come from a place of power. He says his weaknesses are the women. With all of the jewels he dropped, he never geared songs to the ladies or focused on male-female relations from a feminine point of view. He says that was KRS's weakness. Interesting. So, why, but, all right. So he didn't focus on that in his in his in his subject matter. But I mean, some guys don't make conscious songs. And some guys don't make gangster songs. Like, not everybody can tackle everything. And we could get to the vocabulary. In the book, he gave him a 90 for the vocabulary. He says he doesn't hit you in the head with the vocabulary. He sprinkles it in and uses it in strategic places. I think what he's saying, he's not giving you back to back to back to back strong vocab, but he'll put a word here and then he'll put a word here. It's not like Cool G Rap will constantly give you these words. He'll drop a word here and then he'll go on and then he'll drop another one here and go on. It's not back to back to back. I think that's what he's talking about. I still would give him at least a nine around that time. I I mean, I would bump it up. I, I, I mean, I, I would give him an eight or nine for that. Yeah, I think he deserves a nine for vocabulary. Seven? Uh, I don't know about that. He, got a, he gave a lot of people seven for vocabulary. God damn. I, I mean, you think because a lot of I be mean, you think a lot of it because it was I, I think because it was also direct. KRS One didn't sugarcoat what he was talking about. He didn't give you punchlines and metaphors. He just gave you direct. I think I think that's probably why. Because when you look at some of his rhymes, look at it here. You can call a man a bum. We we'll discuss on your morning run because he lives outside on the street. You don't notice, but you fail to realize that the one you so despise reflects yourself because every black man is homeless. You can take your Alka-Seltzer while you talk about shelter. You see you see how it works? Okay. It's simple. It, there's, there, there's certain rhymes like that. I think because he's the teacher and he's the educator and he's the knowledge, we expect the vocab to be looked at higher. I think. 
Yeah, but see, I disagree with the with the seven foot vocabulary because KRS One is is one of the more I feel like the, the the words he chooses to use are 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 unusual choices in a lot of his rhymes. I would have gave it. Can you give examples? Rhyme. Can you give examples of that to back up that argument? Now you know I'm not good at quoting people. But that's the problem, because when you look back at it, he's also very vulgar. Paris was like, not vulgar. Vulgar how? Other than I, I'm not. I, I'm not going with I'm not I'm not going with the choices of obscenity. I'm going with the choices of streets. Like when he says niggas and when he and when he and when he goes in with stuff like that. So intricate rhyme, big words. No, I think because he's very direct and I think the message is the reason why he why why you guys want to give him an eight or a nine. I wouldn't give him a seven for vocabulary. No, 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 no. I would give him an eight or a nine, but I could see why Modi is giving him that seven. Because he's a hater. No, uh, it's got nothing to do with being a hater. Like I just told you, there's certain rhymes that are just simple. Like when you when, when you look at a record, okay, what what is his most vocabulary record based on your knowledge? Carol Candyman. Uh, not your favorite. I'm going with what backs up your argument why he should be ranked higher in vocabulary. Uh, and T.O., you could chime in too if you got a record. I mean, I think I got a question. I, I when, did I, seven, I, when did seven DJs come out? It takes seven DJs just to make a sound. I love that song. But um, if I had to pick his his most vocabulary laden record, I would. uh, But even with Boogie Down production with Scott LaRock was there, Karamas did it. You know, he had a vocabulary, but it wasn't that strong. Lyrics right off the entertainment right. album. But see, but but you see, that's the thing. How are we judging vocabulary? Is it is it the words you choose or is how you use how you choose to use them? No. Because he because because he's very direct. Like, look at the song Nine Millimeter Go Bang. He's just telling you he's gonna shoot you with the nine millimeter. But, yep. but, 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 but you know that that was a whole ploy because he even said it when they made Criminal Minded. They did a gangster rap album because they it would get people. It's attention. got it's got nothing to do with it being gangster because the first song on that is poetry. The first song on that album is poetry. I'm using nine millimeter go bang as an example because it's it's direct nine millimeter go bang compared to I gave you power. There's a difference. Yeah, I, mean, <clears throat> I guess so. I'm just saying I understand why he did that. I still think KRS one should have a 95. Is there anything else you would bump up? I mean, I mean, you said you'd bump up a cat. I mean, he got nines and tens across the board after that. 
I still will. Uh, I will bump vocabulary now that I think of it to an eight. But I don't seven. I, I, don't I, think I, 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 I would give him an eight for vocab. Because around that Caravan's one was not the most, you know, like ooh, most skill worded type artist. He was, but I felt like when the nineties came, it's just be, it's it's like the nineties with vocabulary maybe was his prime. But you see the problem with that? Because when you because if you're judging based on vocab, look what he gave Rockem. Yeah, I got a problem. He gave him an eight. He gave him an eight. And Kubo D should get an F for spelling his name wrong. I mean, you know that's not Rakim, that's Rack him. The way he's judging vocabulary is 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 very, very interesting. And I feel he's only judging it from a rapper's perspective. You know what I would bump up on KRS-One's grade? What's that? Uh, originality. I would have gave him a 10. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel 10. like that's a debatable 10 right there because, I mean, who else raps like KRS? I never saw that style for KRS or anyone but KRS. In terms of originality, nobody sounds like KRS-One. I think he was one of the first to incorporate reggae into his raps. Yep, very um, true. And then what rapper do you know telling us not to eat meat? <laughs> at, at that at that time, there weren't that many. And then also, look at the songs he's making. He's talking about Margaret Thatcher and South Africa and all this, that, and a third. He's like, he's, he's making records with subject matter that hardly anybody else was talking about. To the to the point that they called him the teacher because he was too pre- he was so preachy in fact that he, that other people in the media said oh we don't want to listen to KRS One because we don't want to be preached to he's always trying to educate nobody else was like that yeah. I'm a knock for originality because because uh, criminal minded was was quote unquote against the against the rap album at the time but I don't I, I he get he has to get a ten for me. I mean, conscious rap was introduced from KRS, in my opinion. Yeah. You know. But speaking of KRS one, we have to transition this conversation to the man that KRS one beat. He did that on purpose. Show. You see how he did it? You see how he did that? <laughs> he just don't learn. He just, he just, let, he let just has say, to let, add that let, in let, there. Let me, let me say the KRS one way. You don't learn. He just had to throw that in there just to throw salt on MC Shan. I don't understand it. You still not invited to Queensbridge, by the way. It's disgusting. Good friend of the show, somebody who we really try to keep relevant on here. You know, you love to hit. Yo, the you a jackass, man. You are, you are, you are, you are. He's acting like the man doesn't have a YouTube channel. How he wasn't in the he he wasn't in the Roxanne Shantae biopic. Like he, I mean, I mean you acting like Shan is just some damn bum. <laughs> story. No, you get it again. Show some respect for Shane. And, and that's the only rhyme that he could come up with. That's the only <laughs> rhyme he always. That's the only rhyme you say on this show. You always. You let her hear the story. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't spit. She left me lonely. You don't spit. I pioneered this. You don't give nothing else. That's not true. Yes, it is true. And everybody could go back to the archives and hear it. You want, a bunch you, of you them, wanna, too. You want to hear something else? The South Bronx, kill, kill that noise. Come I on. don't hear Juice Crew Law. I don't hear none of those things. Oh, 
But go on. Let's go. Let's get to the grade. Let's go. Shan, seven for vocabulary, nine for articulation. You got nines for articulation, creativity, origin originality, and versatility. A seven for voice, a nine for records, a eight for stage presence, a nine for sticking to themes, and a seven elevating rhythms overall grade for a B. I'm surprised he put seven for voice. Oh, no. He says that was he says that was one of his weaknesses. He says that was one of his weaknesses. Hmm. Shan has a very high pitched voice. You know, Damn, high pitched voice. You know, they talk about he got a he, he, he got doorbells with real bitches singing the notes, huh? Here we go. Oh, always bringing up the beef DVD. Oh my <laughs> lord. <laughs> oh man. But you know, the, I could see why that was a weakness because what was going on at the time. This is where you're getting a lot of the deep vocal tone rappers coming in. And it was because of this, this particular era, deeper voices ruled. It kind of pushed Shan out. Even though his rhyme structure was a strength, Shan knows how to put raps together. That was his, that was his biggest strength. You sure about that? Yes, I am sure about that. And I'm not just saying off the records that you keep quoting on this show every single time. I'm talking about I pioneered this. If you listen to a song like I Pioneered This, he stays in the pocket and he goes off. Shan can rap. There's no question about it. You, you agree with vocabulary of seven? I understand it. And again, it goes with it goes with what you hear. Because let's look at a record. A name ring bells and makes rappers Petro. God help your kid when I get upset. Yo, the boss starts roll. Bid your fans farewell, because the chance of you winning is like snow in hell. Simple. Effective at the same time. But vocab, it wasn't, it wasn't intricate wordplay, wordplay. Why do you think they called LL the dictionary rapper? Because he was using words nobody ever used before. And if you think about it, not a lot of people was using like like vocabulary and the substance like that until like the, the Canes and the and the Kims came along. Right. Vo vocabulary became a part of the technique. Like, how can I take this word and how can I put this word in here and make it rhyme? Instead of just putting the rhymes together, like when I mentioned iPod, the way I shine, I got splendor. I'm the real thing, not a pretender. You got the nerve to pop the fatal question. I'm taking time to make a small suggestion. Write a will for your family's conveniency. Rap I'll serve without mercy or leniency. You see how that works? Mm-hmm. It's like splendor, pretender, conveniency, leniency, relentless, senseless. He's just putting it boom, 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 boom. You see, you see how that works? It says, okay, let me come up with a word and then I'll make it rhyme. There's no challenge to make it rhyme. It's just one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. I think that's what Kakumo D is trying to say. Other than a guy like LL who came with Rock the Bells, do you know how many words rhyme together in Rock the Bells? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. That's that's the difference. Also, the pace that you're saying the words. Yeah, because they had a certain pace for a lot of rappers back there. They always had that same style. Yes, yes. Like 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 you could call me and the five to damn. You there know, you it's, it's go. like it's there like had, you go. It's like they had a party. Like how would I say a party starting type rhyme scheme? You know, exactly. Even even the beats were a little bit the same back then. 
Now compare that to a king. Confuse or lose, abuse the crews, the choose the MCs wrong. They pay dues. Shoot, he's he. I, shoot, that's the first time I ever heard someone say dramatic like he did. <laughs> See, so that's where that's. Uh, B. How, how the hell you yeah. you buckle beer? <laughs> that's Cade for you. Uh, I don't know if I would bump up. It. I mean, he gave him a pretty high number for records, though. Yeah, considering that uh, Shan only had three albums. Still made noise a bit. And he did some other stuff in the 90s that people don't talk about. And I don't, What was his last record besides the QB's Finest uh, compilation thing? Well, that well, that's a funny one. <laughs> because <laughs> according to MC Shan, they had to kidnap him and bring him to the studio. Oh, yeah, did he go back and say that? <laughs> He, was, he wasn't even going to do it. And he didn't even want to say the same rhyme. But these are the Queensbridge kids. These are the, this is the rhyme that they know. So they want their father to say it. Say the same rhyme. Uh, his last joint, believe it or not, was released in 2017. Uh, bars over BS. <laughs> oh, God, but if we're, judging, if we're judging Wait, 1990. Oh, yeah, that's right, because him and Karras went at it again. Oh, boy. And he won the rematch. What, that Sprite commercial? <laughs> <laughs> you know the one. <laughs> well, moving on uh, to other grades here in the uh, in the 80s rappers report card. Rock him. Vocabulary, 10 for articulation. Uh, 10 for creativity. 9 for originality. Uh, 10 for voice, uh, 10 for records, 7 for stage presence, 9 for sticking to themes, and 10 for innovating rhythms. Overall grade of 91 for an A. Another guy who I think should have scored higher than Cool Modi. Uh, QG, start us off. Rakim, to me, is the greatest rapper ever. The greatest. Uh, because he influenced so many people. And when you ask people who is their, you know, who is the standard, I think Rakim is the standard. I would have bumped up vocabulary all the way. I don't know why he gave him an eight. I would have gave him a 10 for vocab. I would have had Rakim an A+. Plus. I would have yeah. had him an A+. Plus. I, I don't understand this either because an eight for Rakim or vocabulary. Well, 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 you know what, you know what, you know what, you know what? I'm being biased because the stage presence is Rakim's weakness. That, that, Rakim, that deserves a seven. I'm sorry. That 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 right there is the only issue with Ra, and it's not his fault because according to the book, and he has Rakim ranked number two in the top fifty. He says it's hard for him to translate live because the rhymes are not designed for you to sing along. They're designed to blow your mind. He's so lyrically gifted that it's not going to transcend in a performance. Even in his videos, he don't transcend in his performance. Right, because he's because his main focus is the lyrics. And the he, lyrics are so good. You see, he has a slow pace in his videos that he right. just walks because he's just trying to stay on, stay focused with the lyrics. He has to concentrate. He has to yep. concentrate on what he can't. He can't jump around, run around, and do all that stuff on stage while he's trying to do follow the leader. You know how many words is it follow the leader? <laughs> that is one of the hardest songs to perform. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very lengthy song, word wise. What? Can 
you imagine performing that on stage? I hate to be the bad news, but Seven is a, unfortunately a deservable grade. He, he doesn't really yeah. have much stage presence. But vocabulary should be bumped up. I'm sorry. I'm good with an A. I'm great with an A. Just the, the stage presence, only thing. Everything uh, else, yeah. Yeah, I will probably give him a at least a 92 or 93. What about, what about versatility, though? He gave him an 8 for versatility, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I will put him as a whole ten for versatility, but uh, because yeah, because with Ra, we're, what are we getting? What are we getting with? What are we? Are are we more focused on the? Like, even though Ra tells an amazing story, amazing storyteller. What kind of records are we getting from Ra? We're getting educational records. We're getting him showing off his his, his skills. They're not I mean, commercial, commercial records. We appreciate Ra on his skills. That was Don't Sweat the Technique came out in the 80s. That probably would have changed it. <laughs> right, right. Because we love Rakim based on his rhymes. That's the thing with him. His and rhymes. Ra, and Ra wasn't cursing either. Yeah. Up until he uh, wasn't cursing. No, up until Know the Legends. <laughs> I mean, he'll throw in, he'll throw in one here and there, but he can get away with it. <laughs> Nothing what about what, what about what about waking you guys, up, man? Waking him up, waking him up. What, 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 what about you, Katie? Bet. What about you, Katie? Bet. Well, I feel that that Rakim, considering his work now, I'm I'm not gonna lie and say that uh, I know all of Rakim's discography. I own, I've never listened to anything that Rakim has ever done past Eric B and Rakim. But from 88 to 92, like, the Rakim, Rakim skills have shown, like, you got songs like Follow the Leader and Microphone Fiend and and uh, The R and I Know You Got Soul and I Ain't No mm-hmm. Joke and, and My Melody and Paid in Full and Don't Sweat the Technique. And I'm just like, yo, how could you not grade this man higher than a 91? If anything... Rakim should be like a 97 at least minimum. Uh, not with stage presence. Uh, yeah, stage presence stage is, presence uh, is, the only is a problem. Stage, I, I've never seen the man perform live, and I've never gone out of my way to Yes, you have. Him. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. He was yes, there. Yes, you have. He was but there. You, the honor right. 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 But, 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 but that's for another story. Me and Mac enjoyed the show. I don't know about this guy. <laughs> the, show, the show is all right. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yo, yo for, for all people who are wondering why he's like this, because apparently EPMD upset him that uh they didn't uh, quote his favorite line. The I, freaking, I freaking lost my voice rapping all the damn songs. I lost my, my, my voice was hoarse all night. Even because, uh, who, who was it, Rayquan and Ghost? Even I lost my voice with them. Oh, my God. What a and night. They, and they were louder than me. What a night. You know, I, I, I still have, I still wear that EPMD t-shirt that I bought at that concert. That's great. That's good. Funny thing, you mentioned them. They're not up here either. Word, they did yeah. start in the 80s. Well, late <laughs> 80s, if anything. Yeah, because, man, Cool Mo D is a hater. But anyway. No, he's not a hater. I just feel like Rakim's body of work, especially in the 80s, speaks for itself. Um, again, I don't know what his 90s out because again, past Eric B and Rakim, I don't know anything about Rakim. And I, well, I well, 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 you got the 18th letter and you got, um, what's that? The master. 
1800 was cool. 18, you know the thing about Rakim is it's it's just like he just didn't have the secret sauce anymore without Eric B. It's like it's like CL Smooth without P Rock. It's it's not gonna work. Right. Now now for me on the other hand, I'll give Rob a pass. Yeah, they should have did an album together. You got songs, but then and then you know he he got with aftermath and then that fell through. Oh god. Wow. I just feel like out of everybody on this list, Rock Kim should have been one of the highest, but well, higher than he is. But uh, let's continue yep. to move gears to notable, uh, notable names on this list. Run DMC. This was an interesting one. Uh, Run DMC. They got a six. They got a six for vocabulary, a nine for articulation. Uh, they got an eight in creativity and originality. Uh, they got a seven. Versatility. They got an eight in voice. They have a ten in records and stage presence. A nine in sticking to themes and a seven for innovating rhythms. Overall score eighty two for a B. And before we get into it, you know what I realized? There What's were up? no groups. There were no groups in the nineties report card. There are groups in the eighties. That's yeah. true. That's true. You're totally right about that. I mean, T.O., you want to go first about Run DMC? Uh. Why? Why they get a seven for versatility? It, 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 I, I, I mean, it like th- does the Aerosmith record don't count, or that was a controversial? It, you know, you, you know about, something. You talking about walk this way? Yeah, walk this way. Walk this way. This is very, very hard. This is very, very hard. I mean, I mean, T, you can continue, but I get why he gave him the whole thing with the vocab. I get it. He actually lists that as a weakness, lyrical content. He said he never did much with the same rhyme skills. And it goes to show the theory you put out there, T.O., about the same rhyme. It's the same. It's the same. Two years ago, a friend of mine asked me to say some MC rhyme. So I said this rhyme I'm about to say. The rhyme was definite. It went this way. Took a test to become an MC. You see how it works? How many times did we get the same style on different records? And not to mention, the, the, they, they were kind of different in productions. Yeah. It was different. It was very different. And in the book, he has he has he has run as number thirty-two out of the top fifty. Hmm. I mean, run is a pioneer, but I, but vocabulary, I kind of can understand. Maybe a seven. But that's that's why. That's why. I got a dog, a cat, a mouse, a rat, a fly. He won't die, and a little gnat. It's simple. That's why. <laughs> that's why. That's why. <laughs> That's why it was hard to uh, keep the relevancy once Kane and Rakim came in the game and changed all that shit with That's the vocabulary. That's what did it. That's what did it. It's the vocab. Prime example. And we already gave him a come on, son. It's three of us, but we're not the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> and I love him. I love I love Run DMC. <laughs> come on, come on, Run. You know better than that. <laughs> I love him to death. I love them. Those are those are my backyard boys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Alice in the house. I mean, do you agree with innovative rhythms with a seven? Ah, it's like, and 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 Kenny, man, you could back yes, this up sir. because you actually have you actually have their nineties. 
right? Yeah, wait, you said I, I, I didn't hear you. What did you say? You you have their 90s work. On DMC? Yes. The album that they've ever recorded. So, talk to the people about the transition from how they rapped in the 80s to the 90s. See, and it's very funny because you have King of Rock, Raising Hell, Tougher Than Leather. Uh, and Run DMC, the self-titled album, all in the uh, all in the eighties. Back from Hell came out. I noticed that style and subject matter got different. And then by the time Down with the King came out, I was like, wait a minute. You saw a totally different, a totally way different, different, way different. Correct. A total different uh, change. They went completely gangster to the point they even changed their look. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's correct. So, uh, <laughs> go ahead. No, uh, I mean, as far as the B, I could understand it based on technical, lyrical skills. I mean, the tens that they got, obviously, the records, you still put those records on King of Rock and Rock Box and all that, you'll still lose your mind and go crazy. Stage right. presence. Nobody could perform like those guys. Those guys are performers. They performed all the way from head to toe. The Adidas, the black, the black hats, the black jackets, the black shirts. These guys are trendsetters, bro. All the way. Sticking to sticking to themes. Yeah, they did it. It's like the lowest they got was was for the vocabulary and the versatility. And I mean, I get it because how many what kind of records did we get from Run DMC? Thank you, Rick Rubin, for bringing in the rock riffs, but that became their signature. And then, like Candyman just touched on, when they got to the 90s, it changed a lot. They got more aggressive. And, and can I make a point here? Go. And why he would dock them, because, again, their later work, I don't think anything they did or even Crown Royal. Yeah, they're 80s stuff. Right. I gotta give them more than a seven for innovating rhythms just off the strength of Walk This Way and My Adidas alone. Are you judging it just... I mean, you're judging it off the song or, you're, or are you judging it how they rapped on it? Both. Like, when I... So, all right. Now, here's the thing about this report card. Cool Modi did not define what these things mean. So when you Correct. tell me in innovating rhythms, innovating rhythms, I'm thinking, all right, rhythm meaning the song, the song thumps so much that I can't, I can't help myself but to dance or bob my head or sway back and forth. But DMC in the '80s was bob your head, sway back and forth type music. Tell me, this you, you, hold on, wait, wait. You tell me, don't walk this way, and then dance, dance. And you say, and you find somebody when in the first thirty seconds of that record that don't start tapping their foot or bobbing their head, that's impossible. That's just off the rhythm. That's just off the rhythm of the of the instrumental. That's off oh, the rhythm of the instrumental. And, yeah, but this is but this is innovating rhythms. That song is full of rhythm. That song is original because we had never heard a rap record like that prior to uh, prior to all this. He's going based off technique. Rhyme technique. That's all he's judging it off, I feel. The total package, I get you. 
it works great together. You know, you know, you know, you know, this way. And but and, and funny enough, you mentioned that record. What they did was just Aerosmith. Well, what they did, they just took Aerosmith's verses and redid them. Yeah. Now that's true. You could knock that song for lyrics because, and they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to do that record either. No, no, they didn't. But thank God they did. <laughs> thank God they did do the record. <laughs> People love that record. We love it. It's a legendary record. Didn't they get criticized and backlash for that record? Of course they did. Because because the pioneers looked down on that. It's like, oh man, what the hell are they doing? Why are they why are they doing that? They're killing it. But then look what it did. Look at the doors that it opened. Yep. Work like a charm. Do you do do either of you think Run DMC should be ranked higher than an eighty two? Me personally, I would I would rank them higher. But like I said at the beginning, I understand why Kumo D has them in the Bs. I mean, me personally, I probably rank them a barely higher than eighty two. For impact alone. The well, impact. If there was an impact Ooh, category, that's what we can say. That's a hundred. That's a twelve. Right <laughs> Shit, man. But but but, but stuff rhymes, and it goes with what you know. What it goes with what Tio was saying. You see the transition. They got away from that after Run DMC. That's when the dictionary rapper came out, <laughs> and then you got the K's and G rap. Now, now, now you're getting judged on how you rap. Now you're getting judged on your skills, and, and that's and that's the thing. When, when when certain trends, like when certain um errors come, you see how like let's just say, imagine someone like Rakim. You know, he helped set that specific era with the canes and stuff. And then you got a different style era, like the Jiggy era. You see Rakim coming into the Jiggy era. What the hell? That's why we thank God for DMX. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> but that's another story. <laughs> Rest in peace to the dog. Uh, All right. So, yep. Speaking, now, now, speaking of groups, this one got me really upset. Uh, <laughs> oh, the Beastie go. Boys. The there Beastie Boys. Go. Oh, Let, no. go ahead, Kid, Candyman. Go off, Candyman, because we I know you're one of the biggest Beastie Boy fans ever. Break this thing down. <laughs> I was surprised at this, too. Go ahead, Candyman. Can we, before I start, can we get the sound effect, please? You haven't noticed that it's a record when you have Alfred going on a rant twice on an episode. So he's back, this time on the Beastie Boys record. Enjoy. The Beastie Boys. Now, this is some fucked up shit. (laughs) (laughs) Vocabulary. They got a six. Seven. Seven. Six. 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 And stage and uh and stage presence and sticking the themes. Actually, no, wait, whoa, I, I got this wrong. They got a six and originality, versatility, and voice. Records an eight in stage presence. They got a ten, surprisingly, in sticking the themes, and a six in innovating rhythms for an overall score of seventy. Is good for a C. 
Now, all right, so all right, so break make, down make, each of them. Go ahead. All right, now first off, this whole report card is bullshit. Right? <laughs> I asked him to break down, break down what's going on, and he just goes on again. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, you you asked me to break it down, so I'm breaking it down to you, goddamn. But that's how you, but but that's how you start. No, I'm talking about from a from a from a from a intellectual standpoint. Don't no. just say it's BS. Say no, what's I, wrong. I, 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 say I say what's wrong. It, but yes, go 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 go. Go ahead, go ahead. So now, vocabulary three, six. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Now, amongst the three of us, and even though and shout outs to our man Rev, who's not here on this this week, but I would shout say amongst the four, amongst the four of us on the rap lab, to point home that nobody out of the four of us knows the Beastie Boys better than I do. Correct? Didn't I just say that? Oh. I'm just making sure. I just said that already. I said that. I asked you about the go ahead with the with with the vocab and the articulate. Then he goes again. Well, you know, I'm the one that has all the beats. <laughs> I didn't ask you that. <laughs> all right, Al. You come on, man. Get, this is your time, man. This is your get get get. All you gotta do is get to what's wrong with the report card with the beasties. Go. The, the most vocabulary. They, they didn't have the best vocabulary, but I'm not giving them a six. I'd give them at least at least an eight. An eight? I don't know about that. I don't know. Seven. Yeah, no, maybe I'll seven. seven. We'll give them a seven for argument's sake. It's the truth. Listen to the records. They really did have a strong the, vocabulary. The articulate The articulation. That's got to be know. higher. Yeah, that I don't agree with. Has gotta be, the articulation has got to be a nine. Yeah. I oh, agree. yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The, the only thing that I can knock them for that I agree with Cool Modi on their grade is their voice. Because their voices are high-pitched voices similar to similar to MC Shan. And, you know, sometimes Beastie Boys, you know, with grass monkey. Correct. Monkey. Like, all right. Like, yeah, they, they, they sound like they're whining after a while. Don't but, get me started with Hello, Brooklyn. <laughs> Hello, Brooklyn. That that voice, and it was worse than it was sampled on that terrible Jay Z record. You win. Originality? How do they get a six for originality? I I don't know about that six either. That was wrong. This, 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 I would have gave them a ten for originality, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Prior to them coming out. Sounded like them. Nope. They, Nobody they, looked they, like them. And they damn they sure didn't uh, perform like them. It was primarily black American. They came out. Three Jewish kids from Brooklyn. Like them? Nobody sounded like them. Nope. Nobody was making fight for your right to party. Nobody was making records like that. Oh, exactly. <laughs> And when you talk about Def Jam, you have to bring these boys up. They did help save Def Jam. They practically oh. helped put the bricks in that building. Creativity to me should be higher than the seven. I agree with that. Should be higher. Yes. I think I think I think Modi didn't understand them. I, I, don't, I don't think so either. They're are, legends. Are, are they in the what? book? No, n- n- none of the members are in the book. 
groups are not in the book, just individual rappers. Versatility of six? Uh, no. No, here's, here's, my, here's my other issue, though. Like the creativity, even though, even though they changed their sound after their first album, Paul's Boutique is a completely different sound. But at the same yeah. time, still, nobody, was, nobody else was sounding like them. And if no. I am also correct in this, not any mainstream white rappers or non-black rappers up until the time that they came out. At the time when they were out, you know who else was out? Who? Third Base. But third, they came out before Third Base, though. They did come out before Third Base. However, they started to become direct rivals. It was like bing, bing. Once, once the Beastie Boys were already established, third base came, and they even got into a beef, a rap beef. Because, really? they, because oh yeah, criminal lines on 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 the records. There's some, there's some, there's, there was a sub war between MC Search and the and the Beastie Boys where they where they pot shots at each other, and 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 that's the thing. There's a difference now because. There were white rappers, as we as we just discussed with the Beastie Boys, MC Search, and, them, and um, you know uh, Pete Nice. But now we have a we have a difference here because what did the Beastie Boys have that Third Base did not? What did they have that Third Base didn't? Rick Rubin. Ah, you're right. Because Rick Rubin brought in all those extra sounds. That made the Beastie Boys special. Yep. Shout out to Rick Rubin, man. He, and Intergalactic is one of my personal favorites. Intergalactic, Intergalactic. I love that record. I love my sugar with coffee and cream. Talk about it. <laughs> but um, I, I think it's a travesty that the Beastie Boys are... Um, oh. It just could be a matter of not being understood. Exactly. He didn't understand them. He damn sure didn't. <laughs> so. I, he didn't understand them. Well, here's 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 one that uh, I think uh, interesting. Heavy D and the boys. Vocabulary. Nine for articulation. Board for creativity, originality, versatility. Voice and records, stage presence, a nine for sticking to themes, and an eight for innovating rhythms. All grade uh, 83. <coughs> T.O., sorry. Woo, excuse me. T.O., talk to us about it. I don't agree with 83. I might put him a little higher. Okay, what would you change? I will definitely change. And me personally, I might change origina uh, originality because... You know, this is a man who he could switch it. Well, he switches up, but no one raps like how heavy D raps. He has certain, he has different styles, in my opinion. When he gets I agree on a record, he, he knows what to flow. So that also brings me that versatility should also be a little higher than eight. Do you know what the, what the issue is? He says his strength is his flow flavor. He's he's a he's a verbal track enhancer, which is very true. He says his weakness is his lyrical simplicity. 
Sometimes his mastery is unrecognized because of the simplicity in the rhyme content. Do you agree with that? Back then, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I guess that's why vocabulary is a seven to him. And it goes with the records too, because what was the records he's doing? Overweight lover. Yep. Number love. I mean, he did do a. Well, that was like later on after the eighties. What was a? You blind, baby. You blind for a fact. It's like with heavy. Heavy what we was saw. Heavy right. was more catering to the women. Right. What we saw was what we got with Hev. Hev and, 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 and that's not that's not his fault because Hev is who he is. He's a smooth, big teddy bear. He's a smooth cat that dress nice, that dance good, and he can rap to you. You know what I mean? He, he he's a Mac. He can Mac the ladies with his with his words and everything I, like I that. Someone someone in my job called him a the, the rap version of Gerald Levert. Yes. That's a perfect comparison. That's a perfect comparison. Never thought of it like that. Rest in peace to yeah. both of them. Oh God. Who you think helped Biggie out? Heavy. With his look. Heavy, heavy was like his teacher. He's like, yo, man, you got you got, you're a big dude. How do you stand out? You got to do this. You got to add this to your game. You're, you're great. But putting this here, dress, dress up. You know what I mean? And, and if you look at it, when Heavy came out, all these guys were different. You know what I mean? Even though Kane is, is, a, is a very snazzy dresser himself. But all, a lot of the guys wasn't doing that. They was wearing the baggy clothes, the jewelry and everything. That Look at, look at, look, look at Heavy. He got on a dress shirt, dress pants, dress shoes. What? And dance. Cool. And dancing. Fly. You know what I'm saying? Heavy D was fly with it. <laughs> he, oh, man. My man, my man has swagger. And you I mean, uh, what's up? This, this is going to surprise y'all, but I really can't comment too much because I haven't heard much of Heavy D in my in my day. Understandable. I mean, I would, I would, I don't have a problem with the B. I don't have a problem with the B because with Heavy D and the boys, what did what did we just say? Look at the records that he was coming out with. Heavy D wasn't giving us hard, <laughs> complex rhyme. Right. He was giving us that. Come on. He, he he's on a soul for real song. You you're what not gonna hear but 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 this but, but but this is my point. You're not gonna hear KRS on a soul for real song. <laughs> nope. No, you're not gonna hear who 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 can transition well on them records other than heavy at the time. He was on the Monifa track. But did he have to Heavy D was up. He, uh, like, like the be all end all. He's he's on a Michael Jackson record. Jam. He's on a Janet Jackson record. Oh, a lot of people get that. Heavy D transition. He's on a Super Cat record. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see how many people Heavy worked with from different genres of music? Not to forget That's, that whole. The whole thing with a uh, Pac, Biggie, and Pooba, that track. That's what makes that's what makes Heavy D so special. He could appear on anything. We got out of that's what that, <laughs> that's the transition. <laughs> I still can't do that. No, 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 no. Come on, come on, back. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, Chris, can, I mean, QG, can you do it? <laughs> we got our own thing. I'm diddly, 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 diddly. <laughs> Simple. Yeah, but he did it too fast. <laughs> But as far as the letters go, the eights, the nines, the tens, the sevens, I get it. I understand it, and it's and, and and I'm cool with it. At least at least he got a beat. 
at least he got a B. He deserves that. Heavy is 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 one of those guys. Yeah, I, I probably notch an eighty three to maybe eighty four, eighty five, but that's just it. But stage present, <laughs> yeah. forget it. He's ooh. man. He was something else up there on that stage, bro. Oh yeah. So so I know if we sat here and did the whole list, we'd be sitting here talking all night. However, facts. That we'll do, and then we'll do what we did in the '90s. We'll do one more, and then either three mm-hmm. of us will go around the room and pick one that nobody that wasn't brought up yet. But this one's mm-hmm. a shocker. Jeff and the Fresh Prince, eight for vocab, nine for articulation, a ten for creativity and originality, nine for versatility, eight for voice, eight for records, ten for stage presence, nine for sticking to themes, and seven for innovating rhythms. They get an. 88. Ooh, sorry. 88 B plus overall grade. May I take this one first? Go. Yeah, yeah. Now, as uh, somebody who has all the records. Hey, you see what I'm talking about? Probably. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the only one that has all the records. I got the records, too. But I'm not gonna jump out and say it, you know. As somebody, I got all the records. Would you just get to the report card? <laughs> they, they, they should call me Professor Candy Man, but that's, that's oh man. I gotta I gotta disagree with innovating rhythms. I think you can actually get a nine for innovating rhythms. I tell you why. That. Why? Go ahead. With, with records like Boom Shake the Room and Summertime, you're gonna only give them a seven. I think I know why he did that. I think I know why he did that. Because there were other people before Will that were doing that. Unfortunately. He's I'm going gonna, off he's going off influence. I'm 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 interested in the strengths and weaknesses on this one. Uh, I could tell you about Will. Okay. Well, for one, he ranked him number twenty three out of the top fifty in the book. Oh, okay. Very good. Now he said here's the thing his strength, his acting. And I and I get it because on the songs he acted out the character on the song. Mm. If you guys if you guys understand that, girls ain't nothing but trouble. What does he sound like to you? He sounds like a teenager. A teen, teenager. <laughs> right. Parents just don't understand. He sounds just like the kid that's saying his parents just don't understand. Don't forget nightmare don't... A, a nightmare on my street. What was the record? I think I could beat Mike Tyson. <laughs> yes, you actually the only, sat there. <laughs> that's the only. That's the only one I, I can't really get down with. What? What? Oh, you bugging? This, this song is fantastic. That's one of the funniest songs I ever. Heard. And it's great. But you know what his weakness is? What? What? His acting. <laughs> I thought what? that was his strength. Wait, he says he gave it for both. He said his strength. He says his strength is his weakness. Sometimes his energy doesn't connect with the listener because it doesn't feel sincere. It comes off like he's playing a role as opposed to coming from his heart. I understand it. We didn't get we didn't get to know him as far as who he was as a man inside until he dropped his solo records. Now, that part I would have to, I think I would I would have to agree with Kumbo Dion, which is funny. I like how he played into that. I get that part. I I understand it. Wait, QG, what was that record? Uh, ladies, what do you? Ooh, ah. 
I'm sorry. That's 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 actually from Boom Boom Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, it was. It's been a long time since I heard that record. Ladies, what y'all want to do? Y'all want to ooh ah 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 ah. Oh, I love the guy, man. But I mean, Candyman, continue. Sorry to interrupt you, but go, but continue. I mean, that's the only knock that I, that's the only thing I would change on them. Everything else, I agree with. So you agree with the B plus? A nine for voice because Will Smith has a very distinctive voice, and he's not. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, but other than that, I'm I'm cool, man. Yeah. Um. Everything everything here looks good. I mean, as far. I, Vocabulary, you know, like Will's Will's vocabulary was good. He's like, he says this is unique because he has Will has an incredible vocabulary. He doesn't choose to use it within rap. He'll sprinkle it here and then, but he's not one of those guys that will hit you with a bunch of high level vocabulary words back to back, which is which is understandable. Articulation, oh yeah. Creativity, hell yeah. Look at all the storytelling raps that Will was able to come up with. It was different. Um, creativity, hell yeah! Come on, I mean, look at look at the Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme. If that's not creative, I don't know what is. Um, especially the anthem he created. It, Will is also the king of soundtracks, and Matt knows what I'm talking about. No, um, you're right. Wild Wild West, Men in Black. Men in Black, come on! He knocks him out the park with those, man. He stars in it, and he does the theme song for it. Yep, he does. Men in Black was one of them. Yep, Wild Wild West. And if it has a theme, he knows he could bust it out with a soundtrack. And you know what? You know what? And else I think too? if I'm like, not mistaken, Men in Black had two Will Smith songs. It did. It What's also it? had ju- just just cruising. cruising. Shout out to Tashina Arnold. Ah, yes, she was. She was singing. She was on the record. Stage presence is beautiful because Will is an excellent performer. Yes, he is. Excellent performer. Excellent. He's he's energetic. He's all over the place. I mean, the lowest they got here, obviously, as you touched on, Kenny Man was the innovating rhythms. And I get it because of the song like um, Brand New Funk. Look at how he's rapping on Brand New Funk. It's new. It's not of the ordinary. It's very extraordinary. Like other rappers did that before he did it. Yeah. So did so did Will do anything game changing as far as a rhyme, in your opinion, Kenny Man? No. He wasn't the most lyrically diverse or skilled rapper out there. I give him that. Like, right. if Will Smith would have entered a battle, he'd get slaughtered. Right. Kumo D could slaughter that man. So I don't know why you're using Kumo D as a stepping stone. Stepping stone like Kumo D didn't battle anybody. I don't know why you're doing that. <laughs> he would probably be the only competitive oh, battle. Will Smith Here we go. Down, but. Will Smith will destroy Master P Monday <laughs> through Sunday, <laughs> twice on Sundays. He would. Cook that no, boy. He would not. No, he, no, would, no. he would. He would. Cook, he would no, no, kill no, no, Master no, no, no. P in a battle. Will boy, Smith would no, no. eat that boy for lunch. He would eat him and Silk the Shocker for lunch. Man, Will Smith would beat him so bad it's like he's preaching him to death and then revive him to preach him to death again. And and you know why? He's a nice guy. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Tonight, but um, wrap up. obviously, obviously, you never heard the diss track. He's a nice guy, Katie Bear. So stop talking. Go around the room, pick one name, to critique on this report card that we haven't talked about, and we'll start off with you, T.O. Public P.E. Public enemy. Public enemy. Um, 
some of these grades are kind of harsh. 80 should be higher. I don't know why. And I'm going to start with stage presence. You got Flavor Flav. That's like one of the biggest energetic performers you got to help with the group. Correct. How the hell are you get a seven? That don't mean Chuck D is a slouch on stage presence because he, he's got a good stage presence too, but you you got the energy you got the energetic flavor flavor that that'll make sense flavor flavor is pretty much a human mascot yes voice should get a 20 i don't know why he gave him a 9 instead of a 10 his voice is so powerful god and flavor flavor is recognizable that's the fact vocabulary you, you, wait hold on i have a i have a i have one critique though about voice because Enemy record. Chuck D and Flavor Flav's voices stand out. Professor Griff and Terminator X and the rest of them, though. Yeah. Non-distinct. And if he's judging them as a group, I get that. Right. Yeah, because you know this. Yeah, like you said, Candyman, you touched it. The standout ones are uh, Chuck and uh, Flav. Right. They're the frontmen. Vocabulary. I mean, as a group, Chuck was the only one talking. He gave him a seven. I don't know. I will probably notch it up to an eight or nine because, because remember this is Public Enemy as a group. So if Chuck D's the only one talking, like the lyrical one, you don't really hear much vocabulary of Flavor Flav though. Yeah, and, and Chuck he, is in the book. And Chuck is in the book, so I probably mm-hmm. would give that an eight or nine, maybe. Uh, articulation, I can understand. Creativity, I mean, uh, maybe a nine. Originality, I, I can understand a nine because you know they were coming. They were coming with the political records. That was their whole yeah. mo. That was the whole whole mo. So versatility. Uh, you go, Al. What happened? Now I was gonna say, other than NWA, nobody was hitting with political records at the time. Yep. And it was no, like sure. it was it was rare moments because you had one political from the West Coast, you had a political team from the East Coast, so it was trying to make noise. But other yeah. than that, I might agree with the uh, rest of the grades. Innovative rhythms are seven? I don't know. I you think what, that has to do you you think that has to do with the offbeat flow of Chuck D? He does go offbeat sometimes. But rare times. Because his vocal projection is what is what is is where his power is. He's hitting you hard. With how he's saying the words, it's like an atomic bomb going off. Like there's no dry spot. But you know what the thing I is? I got, I got a letter from the government the other day. I read it. I said that there's a reason why he's saying it like that. Instead of I got a letter from the government. It's not going to hit you as hard as if he's just yelling it. And then there's sometimes he does have a different uh, pace of uh, flow when he right. goes to. Sometimes it goes slow. Sometimes it's like, and sometimes it's it's it doesn't really fit with certain beats. How you how you think you can hear it, you know? Right. But um, eighty? Nah, that should be at least a good eighty six or eighty seven. I don't know about that. All right. What about a- you, QG? Eighty two oh, low. Ahead, no, that's it. Eighty two. Eighty two low. Um, I'm kind of torn here because I really wanted to talk about this other group, but I'm gonna go with my boys. I'm gonna go with the fat boys. Fat boys. I, I, I love them. I love them. I love them. Those are my guys, man. Shout out to uh, 
Sparky D and uh, I mean I'm, I, I mean the um, Buffy the Beatbox, rest in peace, man. And and of course we just lost we just lost Prince Sparky. Oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what what's it? What what's that? Cool Rockski. Yeah. Cool Rock. Cool Rock is the only one. Shout out to Cool Rock, man. Uh, shout out to Sparky D too. I made a mistake there. <laughs> Sparky D battled Roxanne. I get the names mixed up. But the Fat Boys vocabulary, yeah, six. I, I get it because again, what did they talk about? All you can eat, and you know, rap. They, they were fat and they were rapping about food, and you know, they made the fun records and the the soundtrack records like Freddy, you know, Freddy Krueger and everything like that. But uh, articulation, yeah, the voices, especially but when Buffy's on that beatbox, that <laughs> when you hear that, you know it's him. Um, you know, the creativity, yeah, I mean, all you can eat is a creative record. And in fact, me and Candyman kind of brought that <laughs> record back when we was at the... Uh, um, originality, yeah, I mean, the greatest good, it's it, it's it's bees, you know. Um, innovating rhythms, they were rhyming like the people that they were influenced by. They were influenced by Run DMC and Curtis Blow, so they brought that. Sticking the themes, what I, what did I just tell you? <laughs> they were fat, they were bored, they rapped about eating food and everything. So stage presence, yeah, I mean, there's some big dudes. When they get up there, they rhyming and, you know, they can they can get your attention. They got They got records. You know what I mean? Like, like, like. I, I'm surprised that he scored them pretty high on some of this stuff. But I, I, I'm very happy that he gave them some due. But I think, I think it's on point. It's, a, it's a strong beat. Shout out to the Fat Boys. Rest in peace, to all the members that we just mentioned. But I love those guys, man. Uh, and if I had to pick one, I'm going with uh, Biz Marquis. All right, nobody beats the Biz. Which Bodie gets an F for spelling his name wrong? Bismarck. Bismarck. <laughs> like Otto von Bismarck. Well, he I, well he could have wrote his name. He just wrote it too. You know, he just ran out of space. I guess he shortened it. But, but go, Candy Man, talk about Bismarck. I, I agree, and I'm gonna keep this short. But I agree with every grade that Bismarck was given. He got a seven for vocabulary, articulation, nine for creativity, eight for originality, eight for versatility of voice. He got a nine for records. Nine for stage presence, nine for sticking to themes, and nine for innovating rhythms. The only th two things I would have changed, I would have gave him a nine for articulation, and I would have gave him a nine for origin. I would actually give him a ten for originality. But I would have. I agree. I, I agree. I would have gave him at least a nine for uh, versatility. Who makes a song about boogers? Exactly. It's <laughs> not even about boogers, but when you talk about articulation, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. When you when you talk about articulation, is how clear does his voice come across? Biz Marquis never. I never had an issue understanding Biz. Exactly. Also, she got the also, also, creativity. He's the clown prince of hip hop. There hasn't been one before or or after him. I agree. Correct. Correct. And this is a guy who. This is a guy like you said. He made a record about picking boogers. He was on an album cover with half his hair braided and the other half out. He was a guy who could beatbox, and he was a guy who, who didn't take anything serious. Like, if, 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 if hip-hop was full of gimmicks, he'd have one of the more unique ones. I mean, Just a Friend is aged very well. Just a Friend is still one of those relevant records. You know? That's a fact. You, know you, know you know how many shorties all of us have had throughout the course of time that we wish were, that, that, that was just a friend? That we wish was more than a friend? So You, you got what I need. 
And and shout out to the singer Mario because he helped um, redo his version <laughs> in two thousand two. And Vince was in the video. And not yep. even that. I, I never stepped foot in the Albany Square Mall, but I feel like I have. Oh there you man, go. That's, <laughs> oh man, that's that's whew, memories. And he and he's and, and he's loved by every, nobody has anything bad anything to ever bad say to about say. this. Nope. First of no. all, if you got a beef with Biz Market, you deserve to be. Yes, yeah, something something's wrong with you. He's one of the most fun-loving people in the world. There would be no Kane. That's for damn sure. There would be no Kane. And then there were people that still sampled him and still had him on records. He was on the Girls, Girls, Girls record with Jay Z. Yeah. He he was one of the additional vocals besides Q-Tip and Slick. Snoop Dogg did his own version of Vapors in tribute. Yep, yep that he did. Let's not Love forget uh, 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 about a decade later, him and Will Smith had a beatbox show down in Bennett Black too. <laughs> and he was Roxanne Shante's beatboxer. He used to make his rounds with Roxanne Shante all the time. He gets all the credit in the world for being that. He was the glue of the Juice Crew. Yep. My opinion. He was the glue. If wow. anything went wrong, you know Biz had to be the peacemaker of the whole thing. Yep. Well, folks, that brings us to the end of our 80s report card episode. Uh, G, would you mind posting the 80s report card on the uh, the IG for the people to see so that they don't think they're making these grades up? I will definitely post the 80s report card for everybody out there to check it out. And tell us what you guys think. Tell us what you think of the grades. Tell us what you think of our criteria and how we broke it down. Give us your thoughts. Comment it everywhere. Yep, and uh, shout-outs to our guy, Ref Barber, who couldn't be here t- today, but he'll be back. So yes, we, sir. We, uh, yep, shout-out to Ref. Keep your head up. We riding with you. Stop quoting Big Sugar. But um, next week, on Rap Lab Report Cards. That's going to be interesting. Oh, God. Names, <laughs> names that were eligible for USA. Yep, exactly. Names that we <laughs> – it's, it's going to be good, though. We got some good names, especially you, Tio. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be special, but it's been another episode of The Lab, and we out. Yes, sir. What in the hell? He's paying homage to the 80s. For one week only.